Hello, you're listening to your favorite podcast, Not Another Sports Podcast. And before we start our episode, we want to say thank you, thank you, thank you to all the fans who've been supporting us to this time. And if you're a new fan or just now listening, uh, make sure you subscribe and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Not Another Sports Podcast and at Twitter, N underscore A underscore S underscore Podcast. Now enjoy the show. Welcome to another episode of your favorite podcast, not another sports podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Brandon. Make sure you follow me on all social media at Rob was there. I'm here with my co-hosts, Kevin and Jordan. Yep, this is Jordan. You can follow me on Twitter at this underscore guy 11. And you can follow me on Instagram at underscore this guy 11. Yo, what's up? This is Kevin. You can follow me on Instagram at shinekevo and also at vicecity underscore kevo. Um, and since we got a week in between the... um next football game, we decided to make an episode about um, the NFL playoffs. We didn't really have a chance to record an episode for each week of playoff games, so we just decided to make one episode about the whole playoff. Mm-hmm. The first game we're going to start with is uh, Buffalo and Houston. Um, I feel like Houston is good for a first round win. That's what that's what Houston does, so mm-hmm. the game didn't really surprise me. It did. I mean, it surprised me definitely. We, I mean, I knew that um, eventually the the uh, Bills. Def- I mean, the Bills' offense was gonna be the Bills' offense. Like they had a good defense all season, but they didn't really have an offense. Right. See, I th- I think it was the opposite for me. I think Houston didn't have a good defense all season, and I didn't think that Deshaun Watson was just gonna be able to do it by himself. But I forgot who Deshaun Watson was. That was my fault. So. Uh, yeah, really. I, it was really just Deshaun Watson by himself willing that team back in it. Granted, the Bills stopped getting out of their game plan, which is kind of a recurring theme in this playoffs. Uh, I don't understand why teams get <clears throat> get some success and then say, "Oh, well, we have this phase. We have this phase of the game working. Let's work on this other one." No, this is the playoffs. You don't have time to experiment. Go with what you know and just finish the game. Stop trying to get to a lead and try to be fancy. Just run the ball. Dance with the girl you came to the party. Right. Like, it's not that serious. Just keep running the ball. I, I don't get it. But these teams going to learn one day. <laughs> um, Houston was good enough for a first-round playoff win, like Brandon was saying. But Deshaun Watson could I don't really know how to explain it because looking at them losing to the Chiefs it's really no reason for them to have lost that game and I don't want to blame it on Deshaun Watson but I and I don't want to brag up Patrick Mahomes or whatnot no no disrespect don't take any credit from the Chiefs they battled they continued to fight but it was more of the Texas losing that game. And I'm not a big believer in Bill O'Brien. I never was. I'm still not. And that playoff game shows his coaching ability. He lacks game. He lacks the fundamentals when it comes to controlling the game and keeping the game in in order. And the defense just kind of, like, slowed up and just continued to, like, fall back. And it was, like, pretty much playing to – there was playing to not lose instead of playing to win. When you was already up 24-0, and that kind of played into the Chiefs' favor. So, 
the Texans, they pretty much did what everybody thought they was going to do, win the playoff game, and then that call it that. But at the same time, I feel like they still should be playing right now. And I think they let go of the moment. I could, see, I picked them to play. They have the talent to be playing right now, but talent only takes you so far. You have to be well coached. Right, Bill yes. O'Brien's not it. So. I picked them to make the Super Bowl in our mid-season um, uh, episode, but I'm, I'm still not. Like, now that I've seen them in the playoffs, I'm not really sure that that was a solid pick. I wasn't really standing on it. I was definitely just picking them because of Deshaun Watson. So, yeah, I, I think their defense definitely need to step up. And Bill O'Brien may or may not need to get fired next year. May. He needs to. He should have <laughs> been gone. Like, Deshaun Watson backed them up. I think he just backed them up because he's that's just the type of man he is. He's going to, you know, rifle whoever's there at the moment. But I don't think he's the fit for the Texans. He's been there for quite some time now, and he continues to let them down in the playoffs with his coaching ability. It's the same thing with Jason Garrett. And it's like, you need to surround Deshaun Watson with someone who's going to be able to get players in there that's going to consistently perform at a high level and consistently manage the game and help him get over the edge. And I feel like Bill O'Brien is not that answer. And you keep Bill O'Brien there, the same thing is going to happen. Deshaun Watson is good enough to get you in the playoffs. He's good enough to get you 10, 11 wins. He's good enough to get you a playoff win. And he might be good enough to probably get you to the AFC Championship. But... Bill O'Brien is going to be the demise of them because he's not going to be able to get them past that hump to get to a Super Bowl or win a AFC championship. Right. Mm-hmm. The next game, we're going to talk about um, Tennessee and New England. Tennessee won 20-13. to 13. Um, I don't think this game was really a surprise as people made it, well, as the media made it out to be because... Um, the Patriots' offense looked the way they looked in this game the whole season. Like, right. They looked subpar. Brady ain't have any weapons, and he hasn't looked good at all. He didn't look good at all this season. So, they're, um, the defense only gave up 13 points, yeah, but they gave up a late touchdown. Their, uh, their offense gave up a late uh, scoop and score at the end of the game to, uh, to seal it. But, yeah, my my point was that this, this game wasn't really a surprise to me. How y'all feel about this uh, Tennessee and New England game? Well, I wasn't surprised. I was the only one that didn't pick the Patriots to make the Super Bowl. So I kind of saw their run ending. I didn't predict it happening in the first round, but then again, I didn't see them playing in the first round. I kind of saw them not making it to the AFC Championship again, predicted that. Um, So um, I just... I feel like everybody involved in that team is burnt out and they just need a fresh start. Tom Brady wants to be done. Uh, Bill Belichick wants him to be done. Robert Kraft is tired of having to pick a side, so he just wants clarity. Um, The offense was not good basically because they didn't... I feel like Bill Belichick wasn't really sabotaging him, but he wasn't going out of his way to get star players to help him like he did get Antonio Brown but that's kind of his own fault Mm -hmm. I feel like if Antonio Brown was still playing at the level he was playing at they probably would still be in this situation but I can't say that they would I mean they wouldn't still I'm saying they would probably be in the Super Bowl but I can't 
say it to guarantee it. Like, I can't confirm it because their offense did look very stagnant, very one-dimensional. So if they were leaning and depending on Antonio Brown, if a team double-teams him, then what? So, I mean, I feel like I'm proud of um, Tennessee. They got on that run starting with the Kansas City game, and they just fed Derrick Henry. And I'm proud of them for uh, getting the lead and sticking to their game plan. Now, that didn't happen in the whole playoffs, but it happened in a couple of games. And they realized that that was the answer. So, I mean, I wasn't surprised. I'm proud of Derrick Henry for doing what he did. And it played out kind of how I expected it. Um... The Patriots kind of should have won that game. If you if at the end of the game, Julian Edelman dropped Julian Edelman dropped a big third down pass would have put them in position to score and probably sealed the game. Right. So, but I mean that happens in a lot of games. I mean that happens in a lot of games. But I'm saying at that very moment, if you would have caught the third down pass, they would definitely they would have been in the red zone and they probably could have scored. They would have won the game. They that touchdown that score would have won the game. So like. Even with the Patriots playing on the offensive end, playing poorly the whole season, and Tom Brady not looking like Tom Brady and actually looking like a 43-year-old quarterback, they still had a chance with their defense and their coaching. They still had a chance to win that playoff game, and I still felt like if they would have won that playoff game, they still would have had a chance to reach the Super Bowl because of who they're coached by and their defense. So even throughout that game, they still had the opportunity to win. Um... I just think Patriots is on a de- not on a decline. I just think at this point in time, it's just a quarterback um, dilemma now because Tom Brady is not who he once was, and he's not going to be who he once was. But Robert Kraft and Tom Brady has a great relationship. Uh, Bill Belichick wanted to move on from Tom Brady two years ago, and Robert Kraft, like Jordan said, is kind of tired of trying to pick a side because he don't want to get rid of he don't want to get rid of neither one because both are valuable to their success and what the Patriots stand for. So at this point, Tom Brady holds the Patriots. Now I won't say hostage, but he's the deciding factor of where this team is going to go from now and on. And from the Titans' perspective in the um, in the game, the Titans did what they were supposed to do, control the clock, give the ball to Derrick Henry, run it down their throat. Ryan Tannehill didn't mess up the game. So they deserve to win that game. And they played, they was the better team for most of the game. But the Patriots did mess up in a key moment that could have got them to win. But I won't take anything from Tennessee because they earned that game and they controlled the clock and they just physically dominated them from start to finish. Um, our next game from Wild Card Weekend was a 26-20 Minnesota win over New Orleans in overtime. Um, I feel like it was surprising that the the Saints offense was stagnant the way it was, but um, I give credit to it. Um, Minnesota came into this game and did what they wanted to do. They wanted to run the ball with Dalvin Cook, um, not make Kirk Cousins be Kirk Cousins. So, and it worked. Hey, man. All I know is shout out to Kirk Cousins. He made, uh, for lack of a better word, a hell of a throw mm-hmm. that um, – that last throw to Adam Thielen, he dropped it right in the bucket where only he could get to it. I mean, after that, it was nothing I could say. It was like, yeah, the dude pushed off, but 
shouldn't have been in that position. <laughs> yeah, the NFL needs to look at the fact that in the last two minutes, they can only review it. Like, what's the point of having replay and having the ability to challenge if y'all are going to call it? Like, if y'all aren't going to call it, then obviously y'all aren't going to review it. And if y'all made the call on the field, what are the odds that you are going to turn over a, um, a pass interference? And especially, I like, shout out to Undisputed, they said it. The Saints weren't getting that call in that stadium. Like, yeah, normally most teams would get a makeup call because of what happened the previous year. But the Saints went on and on and on the whole offseason instead of just worrying about the next year, about that play. So ain't no way the refs going to turn that over. Because they, it's just one is going to look like they're pandering to them. And two, they probably still have bad blood because now they have to do more work. And they had to get more meetings. So no, I, I wasn't expecting that call to get overturned. Yes, he pushed off, but he shouldn't have been in that position. Y'all should have moved the ball the whole game. They didn't start scoring until the middle of the fourth quarter. It wasn't even like the second half. They were shut down. The the Vikings had a good game plan, and they executed it. I mean, I don't understand why you would not try to lock down Dalvin Cook, but apparently they thought that that wasn't a good idea. But um, that's, I guess that's also easier said than done because Dalvin Cook is that guy. But, I mean, I feel like they could have put a little bit more effort in trying to stop that. So, I mean, they gave Kirk opportunities to make a last-minute throw. So. Um, Kirk Cousins is still trash. I mean, nobody just, said he wasn't. I, I didn't say y'all didn't. I'm just going to just put it out there. Kirk Cousins is still trash. But what, <laughs> he made what that, was that throw trash? getting it mm-hmm. he made the throw it was a hell of a throw it was a great throw but right after that moment everybody everybody can attest as soon as he made that throw i said watch everybody act like kirk cousins is fine now because he made one good throw and that's what everybody was doing but al kirk cousins finally did it he finally got over the hump he's finally did it come and out, then, come out. then in the next Were round <laughs> And in the next round, he looked just like Kirk Cousins. I mean, I don't want to hear that. Two things can be true. But we no, can say he's still trash no, and also give him credit no, for that one throw. I don't. I know you can give him credit and say he made a good play, but to say he overcame a hump or something. He like, did. They no, won a play. He, he had never won a playoff game. He had never Saints, won a Monday Night the Football Saints game. Lost that that game. was his first the primetime Saints, win. The Saints. Won, the Saints uh, lost that game more than the Vikings won that game. If you watch the game, the Saints I mean, was given opportunity after opportunity after opportunity to okay. win that for them to win that game because Kirk Cousins Quick question. Kirk Cousins was actually doing though his best to lose that game. Do okay, so we agreed that he more so got gifted a win instead yeah. of taking Drew Brees it, fumbled while they was driving. That was a key reason of why that even play set up. Hey, Drew Brees hey, fumbled. No arguments for me. Like, All I said is they should not have been in that position. They should, they had every opportunity to not be in that exactly. position. But are Kudos you, to Kirk Cousins for making he, that throw. Okay. Did he not like um it was overtime, right? He comes out and lays an egg, doesn't make that throw, and they punt and the Saints go down and kick a field goal. Is he not getting the same disrespect that he will always get? Yes or no? Probably. Okay then, so why why doesn't he deserve the credit for making that throw and finally leading his team to a playoff win? Because I don't feel like he led his team. 
Okay, with that one throw, he did. He managed. He, he, he managed his team, and he okay. made a good play at a at a moment. So like, then, why doesn't he get the credit for pushing them into that because next that's round? Because that's not. Because that's not gonna. That's not gonna dismiss all the stuff that you did before. I didn't say it should. And then it's not gonna. And then you went to the next round and performed the same way that you usually perform. So it's it, not okay. So we okay. give it. So so for us saying kudos for that you made a good play that is your respect we're not gonna act like you tom brady or Peyton manny or drew Brees now because you made one good throw when the saints were giving you all the opportunities in the world everybody was watching this game was like dang neither team wants this win you don't watch undisputed that much but the phrase of the month has been in a vacuum <laughs> in a vacuum was that not a good throw and did he not lead his team to the playoffs with that throw in to, a vacuum. You have to explain that. Oh, vacuum. yes. Like in that one, one, yeah. one particular setting, just looking at that. Yeah, but okay then. then but so then why does he, so why are people getting slander for trying to give him credit? Because when nobody, I feel like he, because nobody I'm not saying Kirk Cousins. I'm just going to keep it real. Right. So then why don't, so why does, likes Kirk Cousins. so why doesn't that, that hate get the same energy that, he should get because for the he's love. gonna end up being Kirk Cousins I mean, right right away. Right. We, I'm not because uh, nobody. Because I'm gonna be. I'm gonna keep a, a stack with you. If the Saints wasn't, if the Saints wasn't playing to, if the Saints wasn't giving all them opportunities to the Vikings, Kirk Cousins definitely wouldn't have made that throw. Agree. It would have been over. From it would have been over anyway. Agree. Kirk Cousins got kind of like blessed to even be in that situation. So Agreed. it's not like he did anything special. It's all, all he did was be an NFL quarterback for once in his life. No cap. Mm-hmm. But so, in that one setting, I feel like he deserves the credit. Good, I feel like good throw, Kirk Cousins. That's all he's gonna get from me, and that's all he's gonna get from most people. Because if once we talk about the next game, we're gonna be like, This man is Kirk Cousins, exactly. So I was like, But I'm saying, I feel like he deserves it for that one game. It, do he deserve it, or do the Saints need more criticism? Both things can be true. I think is the Saints need more criticism because you have, I feel like. Both, I feel like I've given the Saints the criticism that they deserve. And then with the play, and then with the score that won the game in overtime, yes, it was a push off. Yes, it was interference for the second year in a row for the Saints. But when you want to get technical with it, why do you have a small cornerback playing one on one coverage with Kyle Rudolph, a top five tight end in this league? Give, why? Give credit. Give Kirk credit for seeing it. They, the play, the play design that was a bad. Stevie Wonder can see that. Okay, boy, like but that six, was a black. Okay, <laughs> give him credit for audibling. Who, who you know that decided not to audible? Matt Ryan. Okay then, yeah. so <laughs> give him some credit. Matt Ryan, damn, <laughs> next week, bruh. This just, debate was just as good as that game, huh? <laughs> anyway, our last game from Wild Card Weekend: um, Seattle and Philadelphia. Se- Seattle won seventeen to nine. I feel like. Once Carson Wentz went down, the Eagles' whole morale was gone. Like, they rolled Carson Wentz's arm to the playoffs. That's how they won the division. That's how they ended up playing in wild card weekend. And once your leader is gone, I mean, I mean, granted, he's still a backup quarterback in the NFL, but come on, bro. You can't really expect too much from him. Hey, man, first I want to say shout out to the fact that I picked the Eagles to make the playoffs. I did too. Shout out to Kevin was the only one that said Dallas wasn't built that way to not make the playoffs. They have too much talent. Yeah, but they're the Cowboys. (laughs) (laughs) But 
anyway, I kind of they would have did more than what the Eagles did. Did would they? Maybe, maybe yeah. not. Yeah. They didn't get that opportunity. They didn't get the shot. <laughs> they didn't get the shot but I, I believe they would. Yeah, yeah. Okay. One Alabama would have won the national championship where we in it, but we didn't get that shot. So exactly. here we are. <laughs> but um, like I was saying, I feel like the Eagles have proven one that they are clearly the best team in that division because they were hurt all season really and they limped into the playoffs against a team that was healthy all season so i don't really see how you can debate if one team is better than the other like that's kind of clear but um i feel like also once they got to the playoffs those injuries kind of caught up with them they got against a real healthy team like that can actually use their players and utilize the skills that they have. Um, but I feel like really, should they come back next year, they should be fine. During this game, it really looked like, what's the backup's name? The the guy that came in for Carson Wentz? Um, uh, I ain't gonna lie to you, I stopped watching when Carson Wentz got fact. <laughs> Big yeah, facts, um... big facts. <laughs> I know his name too. Big he's like, like, it's not like he's a nobody. Like, uh, he's hey, a nobody. I said what I said. But <laughs> yeah, I, I, to be honest, I definitely turned it off. I had to go to work the next morning, so. I was, I was, I wanted uh, Russell Wilson to win anyway. So. I mean, I wanted Russell Wilson to win, but I also wanted my point to be validated that the Eagles have been doing it without anybody. Well, but without Carson Wentz, that was impossible. The Eagles and Seahawks was the easiest game to pick up out of the whole playoffs. Like, I mean, even with Carson Wentz, the Eagles wasn't going to win the well, game. Well, yeah, nobody saw them winning. Like, we just man, hoped. Who knows, though? <laughs> no, they wasn't going to They were still in the game without the, – the they score was only 17-9, bro. The yeah, score was uh, only 17-9. They, they was going to lose. They started. Um, <laughs> Russell they, Wilson they, was going to put the – How did they get into the playoffs? Beating. The Cowboys beating themselves, not them actually doing. Oh no, no! Come they on, won the, the game. You the win Cow- the game. Cowboys no, beat themselves. You stop it. Jason, win the game, Jason Garrett. Kevin. Jason Garrett put the Philadelphia Eagles in the playoffs, not the Philadelphia Man, Eagles. Stop it. And I, I don't, hold feel, firm I don't to that. feel like I hold firm to that. Bro. Jason, Jason Garrett. Garrett was not all the problems with wrong with the Cowboys. Yes, so we, we, gonna, we, we gonna see next year. We definitely gonna see next year. Jerry Jones is also the reason. I want that same. Nah. Jerry Jones. <laughs> Jerry Jones and Jason Garrett is the reason the Cowboys continue to have misery. But, and when they and they're gonna be poo poo next year. And Carson Wentz can't stay healthy for nothing, nothing, nothing. Can't stay healthy. It ain't for his nothing. fault. He got speared by uh, Jadavian. Okay, well that's that's a freak accident. But at the same time, like he can't stay healthy for nothing. There's always something. There's always injury, a reason why he's not the playing. The year they went to the Super Bowl was a freak accident. He was going into the end zone and dude dove and tore his ACL. That was a freak accident. And that was still Carson Wentz's team. And every anybody from that Super Bowl team will tell you. He, I, he definitely would have won the MVP. All yeah, I so. know is that he don't stay on the field. No matter what it no matter how you put it, he don't stay on the field. Michael Vick was was great too, but he stayed with concussions. So I mean, he hurt. He just stay hurt. He can't stay on the field. And um Philadelphia and the Seahawks, Russell Wilson did what he was supposed to do. I didn't expect him to go out there and kind of lay an egg like that on the on the offensive end. But the Eagles, one thing I do say about the Eagles that the Cowboys don't do is have fight. Right. Through, through it all, the Eagles will have fight. Like they not even if they don't even if they don't know they fans that, like that. Exactly. They, that is breeded in them. 
Okay. It's breeded in them that they're going to fight no matter what. They right. might they knew they probably didn't have the talent to probably match up with the Seahawks, but they was going to go out there and try their best naturally. You never know if you go out there and put your maximum effort in. And, and like you said, it was 17-9. to 9. That's because of straight will. But I still feel like they wasn't going to win that game regardless because Russell Wilson, healthy with his squad, and Carson Wilson with a decapitated squad, Russell Wilson, been there, done that, was going to get that job done regardless. Oh, yeah. You can't so, make that for the No cap. So, so, I definitely I mean, he didn't really do nothing during the regular season. I'm just saying he was on my fantasy team. Mm-hmm. But that's besides the point. Well, if y'all haven't noticed, Kevin is our version of Skip Bayless. But we're going to go to a commercial break. Skip? Yo, if you liking what you're hearing on Not Another Sports Podcast, make sure you follow us on all social media. Not Another Sports Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. And on Twitter is N underscore A underscore S underscore podcast. Thank you for listening and thank you for your support. Make sure you continue to stay up tuned and update with everything Not Another Sports Podcast. Now back to our show. their game plan will win and for whatever reason the, uh, the Vikings got out of their game plan the only thing I can think of is they only watched the film of the overtime they was like y'all see that throw y'all see the money we gave him we got it we just got to keep it up like he's proving it right <laughs> this is what we get this is what we saw when we gave Kirk Cousins 84 yeah that was a blitz that's what, that's what they call an anomaly. That's, that's not what he is. So, I don't understand. Not built understand. like that, Kirk. Right. I don't... You like that? We did. But we don't need to see more of it. I don't get it. Like, stop. Stop trying to force them to be more than what they are. Just, just let them play their role and just keep it moving. Like, it's not that hard. Just keep your game plan. It's so frustrating watching every team get out of their game plan. Stop trying to be too cute. Just run the ball. It's not that hard. Run the ball, Lane. Dang. It's not hard. Thank you. 
he looked just like the person in the When they was winning, so they didn't even have faith in this dude when they was winning against them. <laughs> so when they was, so when faced with an opponent that has a top tier defense and well coached in the war machine, Kirk Cousins is not going to get the job. He's going to look like a shell of I expect the 49ers to do exactly what they did. Like with the man, they got him on the rep rope. They got out of character. Right. I mean, I feel like Kirk Cousins. All guaranteed. Right. He don't have to win nothing. He cut him today. He'll be fine. Anyway, moving on to the next game. Um, Kevin's I don't think Kevin. Game. I don't think Kevin. Really excited to talk about this game. Titans upset the uh, number one seed Ravens, twenty-eight to twelve. Um. You want to start it off here, Kev? <laughs> finesse. We got finesse. Amen. By ourselves. Which is crazy to say because, yes, we was, yes, we got there by running the ball, play action, and stuff like that, but we're facing the team dominating the clock by running, running it out. Like, I know sometimes you're not supposed to get away from things that got you there, but in the midst of a game you should be able to adjust and you should be able to well no we're not talking about teams getting out of their way if they're losing we're talking about being up and getting yeah. out of their way I'm saying it, it, yeah well yeah but it's still it's kind of okay so in our case we got down right we that's still, different we're still trying to do the things that got us there which you know you can't fault them because you know that was that got us 14 too. But at the same time, it's like, all right, Demar, we can't keep running the ball if they're running the ball and controlling the clock. Now, granted, he threw the ball, well, I think almost 50 times, but it was just short passes, overthrow, overthrow, overthrow. Same type of thing. We did drop a lot of passes. We did drop a lot of passes. It's like, and then Lamar body language, this is what separates him from the Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson's down by a lot. I know. You cannot tell by his face that he's disturbed. Right? He's going to keep motivating his teammates. He's going to keep smiling and laughing. If you get a first down and they down by 20 points, he's going to do the little arrow thing just to show his confidence. Like He believes that doesn't matter if he up or down, he's going to win the game. Patrick Mahomes doesn't. He believes if he's down or up, he's going to win the game. Lamar Jackson, when the pressure got tight a little bit, they wasn't even down by a lot. You can see him on the sideline. What the F? Man, shaking his head going to the bench, you know, that energy is going to rub off on your on your teammates, and they, they just seem like, once he got out of it, they got out of it, like, and Earl Thomas talking all the smack before the game, <laughs> you the one getting spent around and become a blocker, you can't, exactly, like, <laughs> like, like, you, you just didn't show up, big trust, all of that, you just didn't show up, none of Mark Ingram all of a sudden, you a pro ball player, and all of a sudden, the pressure got Right, right, right. Well, I think this game really came down to stripped up in the moment. 
this game he got outplayed by Ryan Tannehill. Tannehill only threw four passes. But even in this game, I mean, Mark Jackson had 359 yards. But he, he had two picks. Two picks, two picks and one touchdown is not good enough in the playoffs. Even with 140 calorie. yards. Um, yard. Yard. But, um, I think I'm not gonna even put all this on. Um, I, I say this is on uh, John Harbaugh because Week 17, he decided to rest his starters and a young quarterback. You have to let them get in a rhythm. They had already locked up the uh, team, the number one seed, so they were gonna be off for the first round bye. But that, that's almost three weeks off of swing games. Right. I wasn't giving them a quarter. Right. What? Two thirds. Uh, I, I I play halfway through the second quarter. Halfway through the second quarter, pull him, just so he can still be in rhythm. It's almost three weeks of swing games. You can't do that to a young quarterback and then expect him to go out there. This is because at quarterback position is all about rhythm. I I would do a quarter and then if we get an opportunity to work him in a drive, I can. showed any fight and this is why I kind of missed like it made me go back like I was saying to Jordan yesterday I made me go back and watch the the Ravens move one support to the 49ers like to see a team like that team had fight that team wasn't going out sad nobody well you know how people play mad and they you don't have ads so you had to watch I got yeah I, got, <laughs> I had to go I had to go watch us last time we had Got to the promised land. We didn't have nobody. Earl Thompson thought that good boy, that big boy talking. Yes, he's you know, a Pro Bowl player, but in that play, in that game, he did not look like it at all. He didn't, he, exactly. He didn't, he didn't look at it at all. Like, you know, we didn't have, he was supposed to be like our Ray Lewis, our Air Reed, to get us hyped up. You know, Marcus Peters the only one who showed up for that game. Marcus Peters is the only one that showed up for the game. And then we have our other cornerback, Humphrey. But also said that we have to get to the playoffs and choke. That's our narrative. Hey man, his words, his words, his words were taken out. That's what he said. That's what he said. That's accurate. He's accurate, but he was saying that the media was trying to portray it like it's bigger than it is, and it's really not that serious. They've only lost two games. I guess this. This game was more of an upset than the one last year. Nobody yeah. really expected them to beat the Chargers last yeah, yeah, year. Yeah, Chargers was pretty good. Come on now. Let's, I, I, I agree with Marlon. Like, no, I, I feel like the media has kind of made them being choke artists more than what it was. No, which I, is what he was saying. No, I, I agree with that. That's because I think people just, people just, people like to disrespect Lamar Jackson because Lamar Jackson is putting on a show and he's been doing a lot of stuff since he came in. But they don't want to give him that respect because they specifically trying to give him to Patrick Mahomes. That's why they don't want to give it to Deshaun Watson. Anybody that's going to challenge Patrick Mahomes. 
most of the leader out there that the Giants want to be that quarterback in the league. The media is going to knock that down because they don't want to give it to nobody but Patrick Mahomes. And I don't want to put no racial simulations on it because they say Patrick Mahomes is mixed and whatnot. But mixed person compared to two darker skin complexion that's full-blown black, you know what I'm saying, that plays the game a little bit differently than what Patrick Mahomes played, you know, they're not, I don't feel like they're trying to give that recognition to them, so they're going to try to knock it down, Lamar Jackson, years old, younger than Joe Burrow, and he's done accomplished a lot in this league, so I think he should be looked up and respected just as much as Patrick Mahomes, so is Deshaun Watson, I think they both should be and when you talk about Patrick Mahomes, those two names should be right there. It's not like Matt Taylor is saying it's some other people saying Patrick Mahomes is 50 yards away from the next best quarterback in the league. That's impossible because Russell Wilson is not going to disrespect Russell Wilson like the drug. Patrick Mahomes is 10 times better than Russell Wilson. Bro, it's impossible. You get Russell Wilson, Travis Kelsey, and, and, uh, and um, Sammy well, Watkins, and uh, Tyreek Hill. Russell Wilson going crazy. He's going dumb. So don't have, don't just don't lose catch my homes up. I don't I don't like all of that going on. But my thing with the Ravens is we gotta capitalize on Lamar Jackson's talent. But Lamar, I'm not gonna say he's not a he's better. Big difference last year and this year. So next year, so next year, Lamar. All I'm saying is, you know, this who the work, the play action, all of that is good. But expand your game. Make it more than just slant wraps and curls. Be able to be accurate down the field. Be able to come out of the Shot. Be able to go on, be able to do a lot of things with this one team. Because this year was lightning in the bottom. Next year they're gonna, next year they're gonna crack down on stuff like that. Because the same thing happened with Cam Newton. Cam Newton came into the league and he was dominant because of his size and what he was able to do. You put a scouting report on him, now you can be able to change him. Now he looks like any other player. So you gotta be able to expand your game. I heard an interesting stat about him. Uh, his first two games, he has over 400 yards. I mean, before that, before that, they, they Chip Taylor said it um, when it happened that, that Monday afternoon. He said, nobody in America thought that the Texans had a chance after they did that. I mean, I'm going before that when he decided not to go for it on fourth and goal and kick the field goal. What? For, if you're going to go all in, go all in, and then... At that point, why are you going for that punt? Just punt the ball. You're giving Patrick Mahomes a short field, and it wasn't even like it was a well-designed play. Or even like they didn't even they didn't even have a um a well-designed like yeah it was they put one of their worst people back there to um catch the ball like. 
it was a defender who had never played an offensive snap. Never played an offensive snap in college, high school, nothing. Why are you giving him the ball? So give somebody else the ball. Like, I, I just don't understand why people get out of their game plan. Give Deshaun Watson the ball. That, that game showed me that Bill O'Brien didn't take the ball. Bro, you are in and out. Where that's the first down? This team got so up. You're running speed out. This team got up big and nobody got the ball. Show. Show. I'm running. I'm running I mean, some type of RPO with Deshaun Watson. Either we, he's gonna hand it on a read option, or we roll into the outside and he's gonna get the speed out. Can he see? That's my that's my dream play in the fourth. I don't think we're giving enough credit to him. But, but nobody cares about that because we kind of saw that that's possible. We're more so we're worried about we worried about Houston's defense. I mean Houston's lack of lack of defense. Hey, there's lack of a big game championship type of leader. B. And the fact that all of them guys scared me when they went up 24 and then they started seeing that, oh, they're starting to come back. After they after they scored that second touchdown, that's when everybody knew, yeah. The only reason they was up was because of Trayvon. The only reason they was up was because of Deshaun Watson. And I watched this 100% uh, J.J. Watt was coming back off the injury. That's because of the fact that all the cornerbacks was out there looking Yeah, point, it, it was a wrap. It was open. They got Once they got to 14, it was a wrap. Then they, then they got that uh, kickoff, that kickoff return that mm-hmm. they fumbled. Yeah, it was they got super wrap after they, that. They got scared. Like that's that's literally when I turned my TV off. I was like, yeah, I got it. They got. They, got, <laughs> they was up. It was 24-0 at halftime or something like that. Oh, yeah, I remember. I was on the way to get my car. That's what I was. I was at the shop. In my car, They played a pretty good second half. They just ended up being 
OneDrive short. Green Bay and Tony. I feel like they could have got one stop early. This is probably just all different. Now, Bumper 3. Bumper was going to look great in the second half. How y'all feel about this? Seattle. I think it's time to buy running that we had that debate and then the point of the season was debated who had more talent and Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers. And I kept saying that Russell Wilson was more than the best. He had to have the help. So much like time again, when they find out what he's doing, he's on his couch, Aaron Jones, Jimmy Graham, but he made some big plays, way more than Luke Wilson, Russell Wilson has more receivers than yeah. Jermaine Curses. He's all right. He's a third best receiver. Tyler Lockett is a dog. Metcalf is coming. 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 Metcalf is I agree with all of that, but I'm saying right now I'm not willing to give him that. Right, nobody's saying he's but, all broke, but I'm saying granted, he's definitely a solid target. That's right, and I feel like I'm not gonna say it, but I feel like Russell Wilson made a lot to do. He's always, always right. I mean. But I'm saying, I, I, I still feel it. like it wasn't you, it wasn't you, but I'm saying, I feel like it was Kevin, it was Will, and it was Sean. It was that episode that Sean stepped on that. But, I mean, I feel like Russell Wilson. I mean, I agree, but. Put it this way, Russell Wilson made that game much closer against the, uh, the 49ers than Aaron Rodgers. But we all agree that without that running game, was it going to be that good? So Russell Wilson had to put his team on his back against the 49ers. Did Aaron Rodgers have that ability? To play? That's, that's, that's an unfair statement. One, Russell Wilson has more weapons. He has, he has more weapons than Russell Wilson. Literally. Seahawks defense is better than John And then also, you can't, you can't really see that because it's unfair because Aaron Rodgers, yes, he's still one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. He's 35 for the six of Russell Wilson. It's unfair that it's unfair to Kyle Russell Wilson. Aaron Rodgers needs more than that. If Aaron Rodgers' talent, Aaron Rodgers needs to come not the old Aaron Rodgers no more, but he can take up sorry teams and, and get you 11 games because it, because of his pure talent. He's not at that stage anymore. So far, he's the 14 wins, 13 wins, something like that. Yeah, he did. And his, but that was younger Aaron Rodgers. Oh, this team, they were at 13 they, wins. They did 
Hey, what's going on? Can't get enough of Not Another Sports Podcast? Well, you can follow us on social media at Not Another Sports Podcast on Instagram and Facebook and N underscore A underscore S underscore podcast on Twitter. And keep up with everything Not Another Sports Podcast. We appreciate y'all support and y'all make sure y'all subscribe. And back to the show. Get out of here! Before we get out of here, we got to talk about the uh, conference championships. Um, first, we're gonna talk about AFC uh, championship. Uh, Kansas City versus Tennessee. I feel like um, I feel like I'm pretty pretty much take all of Jordan's um, thing, but basically, I feel like uh, Tennessee got out of their game plan. Um, they were up by ten at two different points in the game. And they just stopped running the ball. We tried to show that Ryan Tannehill is the pro bowler that he somehow became to be. But um, how do you feel about this uh, AFC championship game? Well, first, he became to be a pro bowler because nobody wants to play in the pro bowl. Mm-hmm. Second, he, they saw that, well, I mean, he won some playoff games. He got to be a pro bowler, right? That's how that works. <laughs> Amen. He, made the play. he made the pro bowl the, off height. The media, the media is a crazy thing. Bro, you threw fourteen passes. I mean, you threw fourteen passes in the playoffs. Media works in mysterious yards. ways. Eighty-eight but. yards. 
Yeah, I like I've been saying all episode, it's the team who gets out of their game plan. They go go going home. So I just don't understand. You have Derrick Henry. He has he he has a record for the most uh, <clears throat> rushing yards in two playoff games. So why get rid of your formula? And just every, time don't they, understand. every time Tennessee has played um, Kansas City, he, he, yes. he has a game where he went for 180, had a game where he went for 130. I understand why you stopped paying him. I just don't understand, man. The coaches, coaches get to the big stage and they're like, I'm going to show why I'm a coach. No. Clearly. No. Trust your game plan. It's not that hard. I, I cannot say it enough. Want to dance with the girl they bought to the um to the dance? They like they feel like hey, there's more girls in here. Let me try something new. <laughs> Just don't get it, man. Mm-hmm. Um, the Titans actually could have won the game. They started off on a hot streak against the Chiefs. Um, I I feel kind of like they let the game kind of like slip away, somewhat like what the Texans did. I feel like. You have to respect the Chiefs' offense, but I don't feel like you should get intimidated by them. I feel like right. these teams in the playoffs, once the Chiefs scored a touchdown or the momentum swung a little bit towards their favor, the teams kind of like froze up and was like, "Oh, well, I don't know what to do now." Like, ah, they're scoring touchdowns. They're scoring let touchdowns. me let me like, throw touch. Let me throw touchdowns too. It's like no, it's, it's like you stick forget your plan. Yeah, it's like you forget. Like, well, we're NFL players too. We're up on this team. They obviously shown that they can be beat. But they didn't go undefeated. They right. didn't go undefeated. They're not a. They're not one of the most dominant teams all time. Like we've seen those type of teams. They're not. They're not that type of team. They're not even technically one of the best offensive teams. Offensive teams of all time. Their defense plays to our strength. It, exactly. So it's like, just because they score a couple of they touchdowns, you you shouldn't get story. frozen frozen up and like get cold feet and, and forget what got you there in the first place or forget that what got you up. Now, with the Titans, the Chiefs won that game. Like they just they just battled harder than than the Titans and they came up with stops when they needed to. Because if the game because the game came down to Patrick Mahomes and Ryan Tannehill. Now obviously now when that comes down to those two, you're gonna take Patrick Mahomes over Ryan Tannehill any day. So at that point they took the game out of Derrick Henry hands and made it Ryan Tannehill, can you beat us? Can you show us that you're worth the hype that you're getting. Can you show us that you're worth this all this money you're about to get from the Titans in the offseason? And Ryan Tannehill showed like, nah, I'm still that dude that played in Miami that they banished the foreign lands. Like that's that's what he showed. So in in that instance, I give that more to the Chiefs than anything because the Titans actually played a a, a good game, a good game for most of the most of the game. But once the game got taken out of Henry's hands. Uh, Ryan Tannehill couldn't seal the deal for them. I just don't get it, man. It's not that hard. Next, we got the uh, NFC Championship. Um, Green Bay versus uh, San Francisco. I feel like this whole episode, we've been saying the same thing about them. They won this game doing what they do. They literally... uh, I can't... Always, um, their running back always slips my mind, but he he went for like 200 yards and four touchdowns. A record. They literally, Green Bay literally could do nothing with. Um, and it wasn't even Tevin Coleman. Exactly. Um, they showed that. Nah, Tevin Coleman's out. Let's start running. I mean, throwing the ball. No, 
they were smart. They kept to their game plan. It's it like, ah. Done all year. Well, I, don't, like, I don't understand that. What yeah. like what makes you feel like it would be a good idea to reinvent yourself in between two weeks? Like that just that, just that, don't that get it. We gonna we gonna surprise them. We gonna switch it up. No, well, they're not gonna expect this. No. I picked the Packers to win the game because I thought Aaron Rodgers would perform and I. Yeah, do but some we all class, know his team classic. wasn't built that way. They yeah, shouldn't I thought, even been there. Yeah, I thought he was going to do some classic Aaron Rodgers type thing. But, like, you know, but but just looking at the game, the 49ers was just overall a better team than them. Like, they showed that when they played earlier in the season and they won, like, 33-8. to eight. Like, I thought the Packers was going to learn from that game, watch some film, and, and, and do better the next go-around. But, actually, they turned around and did the exact same thing. They just seemed overwhelmed. Like, talent-wise, the – 49ers are, are better at every position besides the quarterback position. And uh, Jimmy Garoppolo is not a, at this point in time, how Aaron Rodgers was performing and, and Jimmy Garoppolo is not a big drop off from the two. So all Jimmy Garoppolo had to do was hold the fort down. And the Packers, you know, tried to make a comeback later on in the game, but I think they dug themselves into a hole that it was extremely hard for them to get out. Right. And, you know, Aaron Rodgers was sitting there on the sideline, like, begging and dying for another opportunity to get back on the field. But once the 49ers got the ball, that was all she wrote because all they did was run out the clock. The, part, the, the Packers' defense could not stop the running game oh, yeah, whatsoever. Like, the running game was, was something they was allergic to that game. And um, it just showed that the 49ers is overall a dominant team. They have been all year. And... Um, they really just put their foot down on the Packers and then let up. And when the Packers made a run, it was just a little bit too late for them. They just didn't have enough. Like now, maybe if the Packers go out there and make a move for a receiver, probably you know they need another they receiver. Need receiver. They need another receiver to go along Devonte Adams. If they can get another secondary receiver to go along De- Devonte Adams, and they can lock up a couple. I say if they can get another defensive back, if they can they lock need up a perimeter uh, perennials. Defensive end. Yeah, they need a pass rusher. San Francisco literally ran the ball on the edge. They weren't even running the ball between the tackles. Most of their long runs were on the edge. They were breaking. They were breaking contain and just uh, getting to the corner and taking off to the house. That was literally most of most of their big runs were to the edge. Yeah, I feel like if the Packers can load up on the defensive back ends and, and get some defensive ends some premium pass rushers, some premium run stoppers, then you will see the Packers elevate from an NFC champion, NFC contender to a Super Bowl contender for real because now you have that help surrounded by Aaron Rodgers and now Aaron Rodgers is not dependent on Devontae Adams who is a very good receiver but you won't put Devontae Adams in no conversation with Julio, um, DeAndre Hopkins, Michael Thompson, not yet. and Michael Thomas and Antonio Brown when he's in the league. You won't put him in you won't put him in that conversation yet. He's uh, tier two below them, but not yet. He's in. He's going into year eight, so I think he is what he is. He's a solid Pro Bowl receiver, but he's not no superstar receiver that's going to make a complete difference because, to be honest with you, he had 133 yards in that game. So it, it was it was only so much he could do. So you Because he can't, like, he, I don't, I don't, it's, it's really hard critiquing this game 
because he's he's really fundamentally sound, but he's just not very explosive like the other receivers I meant and I mentioned. He's but a it, good number one receiver for that team. For that team. Now, if you get someone, now if you can go out there and get a Stephon Diggs, maybe make a trade for a Stephon Diggs, maybe you got something going now because now you got two solid, you got two solid receivers, Aaron Rodgers at his disposal. You got Aaron Jones in the backfield, and then you still got Jimmy Graham. Now you got an offense that's complete. Their O line is already solid. Now you go get some defensive ends, some defensive backs. Now you got a Super Bowl winning team. Now, now that's the team I feel like can win the Super Bowl. And I just believe a little bit too much in Aaron Rodgers alone and not really analyzing the team that he had completely. The 49ers just really dominated that game and really been dominating everybody in the league just purely off force on defense, um, intimidation, tackling, hitting, playing fundamentally sound. They're stacked at every position on the defensive end. You can't just throw deep on them because they got corners that's going to pick it off. You can't just go blow past the defensive ends because Nick Bosa and I forgot the other defensive end is going to lock that down. Linebackers are fundamentally... D4, yes, coming from Kansas City. Um, their linebackers is fundamentally sound. They always seem to have fundamentally sound linebackers. For some reason, San Francisco stay with great linebackers. Even after Patrick Willis, they never really lost that linebacking core that's going to hold the middle of the field down. So, which is why I feel like they're going to hold Kansas City because they're they're stacked in every position and you can't just go over the top on them and you can't just dink and dunk on them and you're not just going to run on them. Right. So, like... If the Packers can, the Packers is, the Packers is, to me, a similar version of the 49ers without all those pieces. Now, if they can add a couple more pieces to their team, they would be just like the 49ers. And then we'll have something talking brewing next year about the NFC and talking about the 49ers and the Packers and the Seahawks. Because keep in mind, we did have like four or five teams in the NFC with 11 wins this year. So right. it's like that's yeah, three teams with 13. <laughs> exactly. The conference is really, really stacked. The conference has a lot of. Uh, Super Bowl worthy teams but not not every team in the NFC is as complete as the uh, 49ers and the, the Chiefs itself is not as complete as the 49ers they don't have a running back they don't have a defense they have players that can play defense if you get what I'm saying they got Tyron Matthew and stuff like that they have they have a solid secondary with their front seven overall like the defense right. is not it you can definitely uh, run on the um you can definitely run on the Chiefs, and that's the whole 49ers game plan. And then if you think Jimmy Garoppolo can't throw the ball, they don't try. there's many games in this season where the analysts and everybody, when they had big-time games, was like, you got to put the ball into Jimmy Garoppolo's hands and make him make plays. And he's shown you numerous times that he can make plays. He's just doing what he's asked to do. Like, why would you make him go out there and throw the ball 40 times like Jared, Jason Garrett made Dak Prescott do? when you know you got um, a running game. Even though you know you can go out there and and throw the ball 40-plus times and throw for 300 yards, if that's not best for your team to win, that's not good. That's just that. You know, that's the same issue the Cowboys had. Dak Prescott can go out there and get you the numbers. But if that's not going to equal wins because you got Ezekiel Elliott in the backfield and you can run the ball down people's throat, then why not take that route? Jimmy Garoppolo is playing right the right way. Kyle Shanahan is is coaching the right way. And um, I think they just have everything going for them right now. The Packers just couldn't hold up in that game. I I know. uh, I think most people, well, I speak for me personally. I know I wanted uh, Aaron Rodgers to win because he only has one Super Bowl. I feel like this would have been a great shot for him to at least get to the Super Bowl because I feel like if he ends up retiring with just one Super Bowl, he's not going to get the recognition 
deserves. Yeah, he gonna he gonna get less recognition he, than he Eli. He's gonna still be a Hall of Famer because he got the numbers. But I don't feel like he's gonna people gonna really uh, put him in the conversation as the goat. Yeah, Eli gonna get more respect. Stop. Eli, Eli has. <laughs> Eli has. Hey, no way. Hey, no way in hell. I don't know why we got on this. Subject. I'm sorry, Brandon. He said it. I said it. He said it. Ain't no way in hell. I bet not ever hear nobody say Eli Manning is better than Aaron Rodgers. Get more respect than Aaron Rodgers. Have more good career stats than Aaron Rodgers. No way. No way. How future say? Ain't no. Ain't no. Ain't no way. <laughs> ain't no way. Oh man. I don't know why. Continue, Brandon. I'm sorry. <laughs> ain't no way. I don't know why he said that. I don't know why he said that. Who don't get on the Ain't no way. Kevin, you ain't nothing to do with that, man. But he's hot. Kevin is upset. Ever. I mean, we agree. Ah, man. What? If we retired, just solely looking at Aaron Rodgers was to retire right now. Boy. He got the better numbers, but when it counted. My wrist hurt. He only got that one time. He only got the one time, so me, saying, me personally, two, Mike, I want Aaron Rodgers. To but get we all Super Bowl. we all know Mike McCarthy is the reason Aaron Rodgers ain't having been to no Super Bowl. If somebody who doesn't know anything about the game of football mm-hmm. just looked at stats, they would see Eli Manning has two two MVPs and two Super Bowls. Aaron Rodgers. Only well, then has those one. people need to not talk about football and go find tennis to go talk about. Oh man, I really wasn't trying no. to make this a debate. No, <laughs> I was just we, I was just trying to make an inside joke. Don't. don't don't ever <laughs> say Eli Manning and Aaron Rodgers in the same breath. Oh man. Ever. <laughs> I'm ever. just saying two for two in the Super Bowl. Oh beat, he beat he beat Tom I mean oh he beat Aaron Rodgers to get there. <laughs> he beat Tom Brady. Mike, Mike McCarthy Mike McCarthy no Mike McCarthy was on the sideline for that. And that's the reason. That's the Mike reason McCarthy. for all that. Later in his career, Mike McCarthy was more to blame. But Mike McCarthy is still a solid head coach. Y'all ain't gonna do that. Facts. He gets the this he needs more respect. This was fun. This was definitely fun. But um yeah, y'all make sure y'all check out our episode from the super for the Super Bowl. It comes out Super Bowl Sunday at one o'clock PM. Um yeah. Y'all make sure y'all go check that out. This is Brandon. Make sure you follow me on all social media at Rob Was There. And this is Kevin. Make sure you follow me um, on Instagram at ShineKevo and at ViceCity underscore Kevo. Be sure to be on the lookout for um, my tape, Heart of a Champion, coming out in a couple of weeks. Um, one thing I would say about that is I had a whole little cover art and plan for that. But right now, in the midst of um, Kobe's Bryant death, um, I will be dedicating the cover art and the, de- the theme of the heart of a champion to Kobe Bryant because he is a champion and he shows he embodied he embodied what a heart of a champion is and what dedication and what you know hard work and what overcoming adversity means. Like Kobe Bryant, you will truly be missed. You're a legend. And it's nothing but respect. And in honor of you, I would change the themes and everything I had going on for Heart of a Champion. Although you was already in consideration for it before your death. And this is, this is on all honesty to God, you was already in consideration. Just for this moment, my respect for you, I'll put you 
as the cover and stuff and, and pay my respects because you embody what a heart of a champion is and what it what it stands for. No cap, one hundred. But um, I would also I'll agree. Thanks. <laughs> I definitely should let you go first. But um, this is also Jordan. You can follow me on Twitter at this underscore guy eleven and on Instagram at underscore this guy eleven. Also, you can follow all of our podcast social medias. Um, Facebook and Instagram at Not Another Sports Podcast and on Twitter at N underscore A underscore S underscore podcast. Rest easy, two phone. Rest no cap. easy, 24, number eight, Mamba Mentality. No cap. That the, is never going away. It'll never die out. One of the greatest players of all time, without a doubt. Rest easy, my guy. It's sad to see you go out like this on a day after LeBron passed you and scoring, and your last tweet was telling you LeBron how he's going to keep going up. It's just just crazy how life works. Y'all keep continuing to tell everyone that y'all love um, y'all love them and appreciate the moments while you're there because you never know when your time is up. Yeah, Rest easy sir. to that little precious princess, Gigi, yeah, a 13-year-old queen who has mm. lost her life. Mm. Like, you know, that, that's probably the most saddest part to me, and it's you know, it's fitting that those two was close together and they, they lose their life together. Now they up in heaven, you know, chilling with God. And, you know, it's, it's just it's just very sad. So y'all continue to hold your heads up. I pray for Vanessa and um, the rest of the family Facts. and the Lakers organization. And please do not try to use this opportunity to push your own narrative. Just, just respect him and get it moving. Yes. If you don't have nothing positive to say, just keep it quiet. Yes, because that's nobody, the way he went out, that's, that's the way him and his daughter went out is no way that nobody wants to go out. Exactly. Especially, he's only 41, he was still young. And Fair. 13, that's crazy. She couldn't even enjoy her life. Fair. So, like, just, y'all just keep it respectful. And Big fact. Keep it, keep it. Keep it civilized and act like humans nowadays. Now everybody want to act all savage and and, and and tough and act like they can't respect nobody that's dying or can't respect nobody. When you lose someone close to you, you act a whole different way. So don't act like that with someone that you might not see as close to you or as something, someone that meant something to you. Just be respectful. Facts. And um, Eli Manning's not a Hall of Famer. Go Gators. <laughs> Roll Roll <time>. <laughs>